You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Wait a minute, so you're saying you've never done that? I mean, to my knowledge, no, because I usually just go swimming and I... I've gone on like a boat and I've gone whitewater rafting, oh, but I've wow. never actually. So you don't actually know what it's like being in the wilds as you go down there and with everything that's underneath and like how that's going to work. I've seen a bunch of drunken idiots doing it. I'm pretty sure I know um, what it's like. Well, that's a that's one of the problems. But B, I don't think you understand what you're going to have to deal with with what's underneath the water because that's even one of the issues. Start. No, I'm just telling don't you that's part even of it. Start. I just think that you. I You're think just I need trying to educate to scare you. Me. I'm not trying to scare you. I just want you to be safe, and it's a very dangerous thing that you're going to be doing. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Dibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a ton of stuff going, uh, uh, going on the show today. We've got um, a special guest. That's going to be joining us here shortly. We do. That is, uh, I won't even say who it is yet. Have we even had them on the show before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. This person has been on the show. This person has co-hosted when you've been gone before. Stop giving spoilers. Uh, Well, that's all I'm saying. There's a lot of people that that could fall under. Uh, But this is a special guest that's um, perhaps going to help us fill in some missing details from something. Okay. From last week. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Um, so that's going to be happening on the show. And also, I want to say to everyone, thank you for going to Bike Gallery. Bike Gallery is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and we really do appreciate them. We've still got our discount going till the end of this month, so you have two more days to use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT to get 10% off everything up, into, up, at, up to and including a bike. You can get a bike. So if you've been like kind of off. lollygagging, you're like, I don't really know if I want to. I mean, 10% can be a big chunk of change oh, if yeah. you want to buy something. And, or even it's just like it's nice to get something at a lesser price. And plus you're supporting us. It's a big deal yeah. for us um, to have this kind of sponsorship. So if you've been thinking about it, you've been toying around, why not just... Uh, just Now's the time to act. Pull the ripcord. Absolutely. Yeah. And so they've got, uh, they've got six different locations here around Portland. Courtney in the live chat just says, I need to go. My son needs a new helmet. Perfect reason to use the discount. 10% off. I mean, that can really go a long way. So in-store, six locations, or online, bikegallery.com. Use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT when you check out at either location. That's the world location. The world location, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> On the World Wide Webs, where we reside. Yes. Um, and that's where we live, Greg. It's yes. our homes. We live inside of your computers. No, that's a weird way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, see, now it's more like You realize that some man. people don't even know what we look like, and we just live in, in their, like ears. That's true. Uh, just the <laughs> other day, when um, Ted stopped by, so if you're if you're a live subscriber and you subscribe for the year, which is, uh, I think it's $80 for the entire year, mm, you get, get a, a discount. discount. Yep. Um, you also get the opportunity to come in here live in studio and watch a show as we do it. And I think it was Ted last week came in and, and he, I was talking to him, he's looking at me, he's like, sorry, you probably get this a lot. It's weird hearing your voice come out of come out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm used to just hearing you in a speaker. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, don't tell people those are our robot bodies and we really aren't human. Well, I didn't say anything okay. about that part. You I just mean, kind of spoiled that I part. I didn't mean to. We are. I didn't mean to. We're animatronic. Yes. It's kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese thing when you come to see us. Exactly. That's how we should do our live shows from now on. We need to have Chuck E. Cheese like puppets. Oh, my God. Speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, I got the best email from somebody uh, who's around who's around my age. I actually won't say her name, but because we remember that day. I think it was the Ted Day as well when we were talking about Chuck E. Cheese and about raves. Yes, somehow they, they both yes, came up. they both came up. And so, um, this, you know what? She wrote it. She, she knows her. Trina. Okay. Trina wrote, she wrote, Hi, Sarah. It was so funny that you had both a rave story and a Chuck E. Cheese story in your world of crazy. I once went to a rave at an abandoned Chuck E. Cheese pizza Whoa. parlor. And they had the mechanical pizza time players turned on but set on a super slow setting. <laughs> so they were all making these creepy slow jerking motions while everyone was dancing around high as can be. But not me, of course. Like you, I was a responsible 19-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I just course. had to share that with you. Thanks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. Yes. Thank you, Trina. That made me, it made me laugh out loud when I read that. Wow. That would have been the coolest. Koosh Ballroom be damned. Slow dancing pizza time players. That would be so disturbing. John is uh, saying in the live chat, nightmare fuel. That, uh, that does sound like nightmare fuel. But I do kind of want to see it. Since they're taking all of them out of the Chuck E. Cheese's, like, what are they going to do with all they're of gonna them? They're going to have to do something with them. Yeah. I think maybe, well, like you I mean, said. it's just like amusement parks and things. I mean, and there are like thousands of Chuck E. Cheese's. They're going to be, there's going to be some weird stuff done with them. I wouldn't oh, be surprised man. if one of them ends up in Portland at some, like, bar. 
Yes. Landmark um, Saloon needs to buy it. We need to talk to Nick about doing that, yeah. by the way. Landmark Saloon needs to pick those up. And then when we do our live podcast on September 17th there, then we could just like hide in the back and just have and Chuck E. Cheese. Like, slow. Yeah, it'll be like Chuck E. Cheese. And then all of a sudden and- we start standing up and everyone starts like freaking out because they're like, whoa, they're separating from Wait the Wait a minute. Band. Are you saying that we should pretend to be part of the animatronics? Yes. We can so we have on- to sit there perfectly still for like an hour? Waiting and then surprise everyone. Yeah, and then just sit there. Because everyone's going to think, oh, those are just puppets I'm along with the, the Chuck E. Cheese. Con. I'm all about the long con. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work to me. Do you think me. anyone has ever talked about Chuck E. Cheese more than we have on our shows? I have no idea. I have no idea. But that does that sounds like way too much work. I wouldn't be able to sit still that long. There's no, I, just I think you would it. if you could commit to it. Not if I, not if I was in front of everybody. Well, like that's I like guess the statue not when it's people. Like hundred degrees outside. If it was during the winter and it was a little colder, I could definitely sit there. So we sit there and we have an event that's getting ready to go on. People are asking questions. Where's Greg and Sarah? And I just sit there and do nothing. Yeah, they don't know where we are. They don't know we're on stage. And all of a sudden, all the uh, the pizza time players start playing. Hello, welcome to Fun and And then all of a sudden we are like, and then we start to stand up. Oh my god! And then like start walking toward them, and people start freaking out. Much grander in your mind than it's actually going to happen. And and someone could be flickering the lights, and it looks like really like (laughs) malfunction, malfunction, malfunction. (laughs) And then we're like stepping really slowly and then jinkly like toward people who are jinkly. Yes, that's how I feel like you're moving is like jinkly. And then people start screaming and they're like jumping. Sarah's moving her arms, by the way, in kind of a robot. Fashion, mm-hmm. and they're like, trying think. to get out the door, and they're screaming, and we're just coming towards them, and we're singing like a pizza time player song, like "Happy, happy, I love cheese, happy, <laughs> happy." That would be a nightmare. That's that is a nightmare. Just picturing you doing that, I'm mm-hmm. going to have a nightmare of that, of you walking with your weird robot arms, singing "Happy, happy, I love cheese." <laughs> that's that's horrifying. Happy, happy, I love cheese. Happy, happy, I love cheese. Okay, that's enough. Uh-huh. That's enough. And I'll just do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. By the way, next time you lose a bet, that's going to be a ringtone. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, no, we're not going to be doing that. September 17th, Landmark Saloon, Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup, and we will we'll be doing a live show there. Save that date. It's a Sunday. Come on down. All right. Um, where were we going with this? Now I don't even remember. I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. I got, I got sidetracked as well by that. I, let's, let's go back to what we were talking about. Right, at the we have of the plenty show. of time. Our special guest might be a little after 12:30. So okay, we're, yeah. okay, good. Um, by the way, for everybody listening in, too, we didn't do a show yesterday because I was feeling kind of sick. I still am definitely not. Greg is playing through the pain a little. Um, yeah, I'm going to play through the pain. I've got to play through the pain in the morning, and then I go home, and then you which know, I do have to I say, I really enjoy giving Greg a hard time, but when he's sick, it's just sad. It's like the saddest thing. He just looks like a puppy like that's sick. been kicked around. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm no, because not when right. he first starts, Greg has um, like phases of sickness because he gets angry at the beginning because he is so mad that his body is not working the way it's supposed to it. be working. And I he do will get look pissed. at anything. I saw him actually actively pick up his phone and call Comcast just so he had somebody to yell at. They didn't do it just so I had somebody well, to yell at. they did something fucked up, which is why you had to call them to yell at them. It was perfect. Was like, it was the perfect timing, though. I'm like, Greg, did you just need someone to yell at? We're like, well, I needed to get my Comcast stuff taken care of. like, yes, I needed someone to yell at. <laughs> I mean, they did. I'm like, sweet. They actually did something wrong. Like, they totally screwed this up, and they've been overcharging us for like a few months, and I didn't realize it. And I'm sick, and I'm here right now. I'm like, oh, okay, time to call. It's not like I yell and use profanity at someone, but I love the right to be complete. I sometimes enjoy it when I'm not feeling well to know that I'm completely in the right to be upset about something. I'm shocked. So, you know, I call, and then I, I, I work on it. By the way, they didn't do anything about it, so it didn't really work out for me. Yeah. I, Your I sick mind wasn't worse. as sharp. It was not as sharp. Mm-mm. So he goes from uh, super angry to then all of a sudden, I think, wearing himself out a little bit to then where he sleeps. I think, like, you had to go home and rest because you had just, like, worn yourself out. Yeah, and I never take naps. I'm just, I was so tired. I, couldn't, like even, slept. I couldn't even keep my eyes away. And then now today, it, it went from the angry to the tired to just the sad. <sighs> now it's the sad. I can't do what I want to do, and I can't go do this the fun thing this afternoon that I well, I hope we'll it's a fun thing because it sounds like you're trying to scare me away. It from might it. not be as fun as you think. So, okay, let's... is that why? Is it because you're not feeling well and you're sad you can't go? No, it's uh, I'm sad for what may happen. No, um, yeah, I mean that's that's part of it. But also, I got I have other stuff I got to do. So I'm 
whatever. Anyway, I've got my sick brain going. That's what's that's what's happening right now. I've got other stuff I've got to do. So whatever. Yeah. So I wouldn't even want to go if I, I could. Even if I could go, I wouldn't go. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? That's stupid. Hanging out with friends. <laughs> stupid. Sounds boring. That sounds awesome. But here's what's going on. So Sarah and uh, a few of our friends are, uh, you know, we live here in Portland and outside of Portland are a lot of rivers and there's a couple in particular that people go inner tubing down. And Sarah is going to be doing that this afternoon. What I didn't realize is that Sarah has never, you've like never inner tubed at all? No, I mean, I've, I've like gone to wild waves. Like I've, I've ridden like okay. inner tubes. Like, but not was... out in the actual wild. Uh, no, I mean, I might have in college, but that was a long, long time ago. Um, and if I did, I it was you know excessively drunkenly doing so. Yeah, because we were like doing some big camping thing. Sure. Um, no, but as long as I've lived in Portland, I've basically yeah just go to the river and just swim around and ha- like pick an island spot and just lay out in the sun and drink beer and hang out there. I've never actually floated. Oh boy. Yeah, I did once, but it doesn't feel like a float because my friend had one of those relaxation stations, those giant float things. But you're not in the water. Yeah. You're just like on a big – it's basically like a big circular like uh-huh. blow-up boat. Okay. And then it just goes really slow. All right. But I've never actually laid with my – you know, like laying on the inner tube. Okay. Well, there's a couple of things. I mean, you are in the wilds of Oregon when you go out there. And so just like, you know, when we were talking about the river down at my parents' house, um, which isn't as big as the river you're going to, but still a river nonetheless. Yeah, because it was a pretty river, but it felt more like a swimming hole. Uh, yeah, well, it's a smaller river. Yeah, the one we were on. This, the one you're going on, is just a bigger version of that. Meaning, all of the same dangers are there, just magnified by a bunch. Like what dangers? All right, I will tell you serious dangers. Be careful about getting out and for the undercurrent if you're near where the rapids are. I will like, be honestly, careful. Stop scaring me. Okay, but uh, honestly, be careful about that. I am very aware of. Nature. I'm going to give you the actual like serious one. Be careful. People do die on that river every year. That's a fact. It's usually people jumping. Yes, but also people that get get out when they're not supposed to get out and get sucked under I the undercurrent and then you get Jesus pinned under a Greg, rock. Are you kidding me? I'm saying, no, just be careful. Follow, follow what uh, I know you're, you're going to follow. You're acting like I'm not 36 years old and I haven't been to a body of water before. <sighs> Sarah. Oh, that's not all you not have to worry well. about. Oh, my God. No, I'm just saying be careful. I will. Okay, you said it enough. Okay. Remember, we break you down, then we build you back up. All right, so. so You're <laughs> fucking worst. So, no, I'm just, that's an honest concern. That is true. There's idiots, and I'm sorry, maybe I shouldn't say idiot. I'm sure somebody's lost somebody, but I just people do dumb things around there. Um, <laughs> and as Akila did just note in the live chat, there is an incident with Sarah falling into the water. And Sarah, look, we've talked about this before. You're a million amazing things, but graceful is not one of them. And you're, you're kind of clumsy. I mean, I am too. This isn't me like casting aspersions. I'm the same way. So which well, is why I know. I'm not going to leave my giant inner tube. Okay. I'm going to use that. I'm going to hang on to that. I'm not leaving it. Okay. Bozik is letting me use one of his big inner tubes. Okay. That has handles on it. All right. Yeah. I was going to wear my life jacket, but then I figure it's not going to fit that well in an inner tube. So I'm just going to wedge myself in there and hold on to it. Okay. Well, that's good. So, so just be very, very careful with that. Now. Can, now can we get to the fun? Jesus. Well, hey, it's true. You do have to be careful. You just you should know that. It's not an appeal. You've said that a hundred times Okay. Sick All right. brain, Greg. Sick brain. I know. My sick brain is worrying. Sorry, I'm worrying about your safety. No, you just keep repeat. Your sick brain's repeating it. Uh-huh. All right. So here's the other thing to worry about, because you'll probably stop off. you do a little bit of swimming. This is a bigger, like I said, it's a bigger river, a uh, bigger version of what was done in my parents' house, which I mean, means the wildlife. River? I have no idea what river we're going to. I'm just I'm um, going along. I'm pretty sure you're going to the Clackamas. Oh, okay. That's where you're going. Yeah. And so that... Uh, there's also the danger of the wildlife that's out there. And, you know, you are in the wilds. You know, it's, it's outside of Portland. And there's a lot of things that I don't think people realize that live in the rivers and lakes of Oregon. Mud bugs. Um, yes, there are definitely, there are definitely uh, you know, there's some really big crawfish can get really big out there. They're so gross. Those are the grossest you know, little things. I hate them. Yeah, there's, there's different kinds Almost of them. Almost as much as Father John Misty. One thing that it can be a problem is in when you're standing, like say you get to a spot and you're in a, a river setting or like a little swim out and you stand. Now, if you stand too long in one spot, like say it's a muddy spot, and this does happen all the time, but this can happen to people. So what happens is crawdads are kind of like, kind of like um, 
lobster piranhas in a way. And what they'll do is if they think if they see something not moving for long enough, they'll think that you're dead and they'll start to try to scavenge you. And you'll feel like a little prickly at first. And then all of a sudden you'll just have this swarm. They like kind of just they're the worst. and they'll crawl up your legs because they think that, you know, it's time to scavenge. Well, nature left this one here for us and they'll try to scavenge you. So don't get scavenged. Don't get scavenged. That's one thing. So always be moving. Always be shuffling around. Even if you're if you're all just standing in the in the pool or in the in the side, just shuffle. Shuffle a lot. So that way it doesn't think that you're dead. And so there's that to worry about. There's also you do have to be concerned with the nutrients. You will see nutrients probably. I will not. <clears throat> no, you might. There's That's a possibility. Why I'm not concerned with them. Nutrients aren't like oh. carnivores. <laughs> okay. Nutrias are something you should be concerned with because the thing is, they're actually a lot smarter than you think. Nutrias are giant river rats, and they're also, you know, rats are proven to be one of the smartest uh, mammals out there. They're gross and they're disgusting, and I hate them, but that's true. They are very smart. And they also know how to, um, they kind of they hunt. Like they, they wait, they wait for opportunities. They're opportunistic animals. And so when you're in a big group and you're all in your inner tubes, sometimes it tends to be like one person will, you know, trail off a little bit or somebody stays too long and you end up getting like 10 feet away, maybe 20 feet away from somebody before you catch back up. That's when you have to worry. If you're the last one, that's what, that's the one the nutrients will try to pick off. And you'll be swimming along. You'll I feel like a little tug on your inner tube. I thought you were going to give me like tube. fun advice that I could actually use. Oh, I thought. Well, I thought we were going through the warnings of what you needed to worry about. Anyway, the nutrient will come up and like pop your inner tube, and then whoosh, try to pull. And you then down with we're it. all going to be linked together. So I'm just going to hang on to somebody else's inner tube. Oh, you're going to take everybody else down with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that's how that works. One nutrient is going to take down all six. You of never us. know. You yeah. never know. I mean, they get pretty big out there. Well, all right. The other thing is. I'll get to the last warning, and then we'll talk about the fun things. Is And actually, it's funny because Courtney brought it up here in here. Now is the time of year. Oh, my God. When Sasquatches are a little bit squirrely. Yes, we shall there have say. been so many Sasquatch sightings on the, Cla- on the Clackamas. Well, that's because nobody lives to tell, talk about them. That's what happens with those. You just see some of these missing people. And what it is, is those could be Sasquatches that are, boop. Plucking people out. As we've talked about before, Sasquatches this time of year, before it gets to winter, you know, we're getting towards the end of summer, but we're not there yet. They like to uh, get their company for the winter. And they like to gather that now, a.k.a. their forest wives. And so the Sasquatches, and they, they're nonspecific. They don't care. Any human will do. If you are a human, that is good enough. They no, will. I think that they, need, they like to procreate with the females. Um, I'm going to tell you this. They're I mean, not all that bright. They just like company. Forest wife isn't just about I don't think procreating. Like your company. A forest wife is just somebody to keep you company during the uh, during the winter, during the long months. Or someone to say how terrible everything is. And so they'll sit there along the banks and they'll wait and they'll be like, ooh, ooh, and then you'll see it. You hear this like splash, and then whoop. They'll gra- grab somebody and pull you back oh, up into uh, the so trees. So Aqua Squatch. Aqua Squatch is actually really good. Uh, Water Squatch, Eddie says. Uh, Vicky says, I can't go, so I'm going to make sure Sarah's too afraid to have any fun. The Greg Nibbler story. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, there's different uh, there's different ways to look at that. And, um, yeah, it's it's something that uh, something that you need to be concerned with when it comes to All right, but it's a beautiful, part. fun time. You get to float down the river. Oh, yeah, it's fun. also really pretty, yeah. Thanks, Greg. There are a lot of douchebags out there. Just warning on that. But, yeah, okay, the things to do, um, you know, you throw your beer in this. Do you have an inner tube with a net in the center? Yeah, we have a cooler inner tube. Oh, you have a cooler inner tube. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, that's even better. And you're set on there. Mm-hmm. Don't leave anything behind. No, um, take only memories, leave only footprints. Yep. Watch out for your keys and phones. I'm not bringing my keys, but I am only bringing things with me. I have uh, I have everything in double Ziploc bags. Okay. And this phone was $49, so if I lose it, it's okay. I've already emailed myself the picture of Kyle McLaughlin. I'm okay. okay, that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. I did actually, and I kid you not, I just talked to um, somebody we both know who lives on this river, and he said his neighbor, so they live like right on the river, because there's houses that are along there in a certain spot, and he said one of his neighbors actually is a diver and has like an underwater metal detector and all that stuff, and they'll go out there at uh, night with lights and dive, and he said all he does is just scoop up keys and cell phones, keys and cell phones all day long, oh and, and, loose, and loose beers. Like that's this goes out there. And does he try to track down the people or something? You can't track them down. I oh, mean, how I would guess. you ever track them down? I mean, the phone's already waterlogged, 
So you can just like throw it away. Maybe for some of the iPhones, you could have them rehabilitated, but there's no way you can track those people down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, losing keys is a big, a big yeah, issue. Yeah. So there. that's why I, I forgot to tell you. So I'm not bringing my computer or anything with me. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave all my important stuff here. And then can you go ahead and hang on to that for me? Oh, you want me to be in charge of that? Okay. Obvious, it's a great job for you yep. with your sick mind. I mean, look, you're being helpful. Oh, boy. And that's what all I want to do. Isn't that exciting? I just want to be helpful. You just want to be the most helpful. I want to be the most helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, it is fun. You will have fun. Okay. It's, it's I will. All right. Thank you. For After all of that, I might have fun. I'm just saying, you know, watch out for the, for the you know, lobster piranhas and watch out for the nutrients. Don't be the last one. Do not be the last one. I won't be the last one. No, make sure. Are you kidding me? I'm floating with Bozik. He's terrifying. He's like the like the world's scariest big brother. Don't get too close to the banks either because that's where the Sasquatches will pick you up. But, okay. No, yeah. I think that's more where like the California douchebags will try and pick There's me up. There's that too. Yeah. Don't dive. I'm not going to die. Okay. Okay. I'm stopping this because you're sounding like a crazy person right now. That's, I'm serious. That's what people do. Why would there. I die? There's so many idiots. Well, exactly. But every year, that's Do I what look happens. like an idiot? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying be careful. Don't be the last one, though. That's all I got to say. Oh, my God. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. <clears throat> Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, story out of Memphis, Tennessee. A 27-year-old woman is facing aggravated arson charges after she was detained at a... What's Walmart? Her? At a Walmart. For I was going to say Walmart or Target. That's what it was, was going to be one no, of the No, it it's Walmart. Yeah. It's Walmart. For allegedly running around and setting clothes on fire. <laughs> so according to police records, an employee noticed smoke coming from the women's clothing section and went to investigate. And that's when she reportedly discovered 27-year-old Joy Cagle... Uh, setting an article of clothing on fire. She immediately wow. ran to get a co-worker to pretend she didn't do it, but act as a witness. Well, they oh, have, she did it for attention. <laughs> no, she did it and then like turned around like, and like reported oh, it to the manager. somebody set it on fire. I'm a hero. Uh, okay. So the employee told police that, uh, unfortunately, Kegel was a little too small or too too slow, and she actually witnessed her setting the sweatshirt <laughs> on fire. How do you think you're going to end up getting away with that? There's cameras <laughs> I know, everywhere. everywhere. Well, that ignited a larger fire. Uh, so they had to evacuate the building, but they were able to detain the suspect with the help of several other witnesses. Well, Joy Cagle did not go down easy. When questioned, uh, she told police she didn't mean to set the clothes on fire. She blamed her ADHD, saying she needed a lighter to play with constantly to stay busy. <laughs> That's the only... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keeps me busy. Uh-huh. She then reportedly changed her story and said, no. A lighter? Who gave her a lighter? <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, she's I 27. guess she can get she her can own buy lighter, one. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, she then reportedly changed her story and said, no, it wasn't me. It was another man in the clothing section, and, and, and he set the clothes on fire. <laughs> well, unfortunately, they found the lighter in her possession, along with several illegal drugs, and she was arrested. Next up, I don't know where this place is. If, if Greg, you want to do a little thing, because I, I don't know. What's okay, the where's name? Brixham Devon? B R I X H A M, comma, D E V O N. I assume it's in like England somewhere, or Brixham at least in the UK somewhere. Devon. Yeah, I'm going to guess it's UK too. That looks like small fishing village in the southwest of England. Yeah. Okay, southwest of England. So the, oh, it's Brixham is the town in the county of Devon. Okay. Okay. So, town of Brixham, county of Devon. So there is a big conspiracy, a big to-do Uh-oh. happening in the town of Brixham, the oh county boy. of Devon. Okay. Well, a cafe that has recently opened has invoked fury no. of the parents living in this mm. town of Brixham, county of Devon. Imitating the anger. After this particular cafe has decided to ban all children under the age of 12. Oh. So this guy who owns this cafe, his name eh. is Bob Higginson. It's his own cafe. Yeah. So his name is Bob Higginson. Just don't go there. He's 61 years old. He opened his ocean liner theme cafe called The Chart Room around a month ago. So after opening, he quickly announced that dogs and older children are welcome. However, children younger than 12 would not be catered to. So uh, since then, he has faced angry calls for boycott from residents who claim it's a form of discrimination. However, Higginson said, my main demographic is older, more mature people who want peace and quiet. I want people to be able to come and discuss the old days and have a nostalgic chat without children running around and distracting, uh, distracting them. Sounds great. He also added that children 
in all of his, you know, all of his years of working in the service industry, break things where dogs often do not. Yeah. He said he also has nice and expensive artifacts around, which are not behind glass cases like they would be in a museum. And we've had expensive things broken by children in the past. Yeah. He continued. Yes. <clears throat> oh my gosh, I need some water. Oh yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> I'm just saying. I mean. Is he supposed to be worried about a ban from well, people w- with the kids under twelve? Like he already doesn't want him to go, so it's like, yeah, sweet. Let me yeah, yeah, listen to this. I like the the chain of thought in this is weird. That's why I wanted to bring it up. It says, yes, we welcome dogs. A lot of people have assistance assistance dogs or pets they bring with them, and they don't jump around and take things off the tables. I've never had a badly behaved dog come in. <laughs> <laughs> However, busybody Wendy Moore, who's a Brixham, uh, let's see, just call her a Brixham resident. A Brixham mom. Did yep. she put, preface everything by saying, I'm a mom? Resident mom. No, mum. Top she'd mom? Be a, she'd be a mum. A mum. Okay. Yeah. Resident mum, Wendy Moore, is calling for people to boycott the chart room and protest. And listen to her chain of thought when he says he doesn't want twelve like children under 12 in there because they're loud and they might break things. Again, there are other places for people to plenty, go. I'm sure there's plenty of places for them. Mum, Wendy Moore, compares it to this. She says, who on earth does Bob Higginson think he is? Would he ban disabled people from entering the premises? Or people of a particular race or color or religion? I'll bet my bottom dollar he wouldn't. Or how about the elderly? Ban them as well, would he? No, he wouldn't. That would be ageism. So how come he thinks it's okay to ban children of a certain age? This is blatant discrimination. So that what doesn't she's basically it doesn't follow any of those things. No. So what she's basically like all he says is like, hey, I don't want young kids in here to be loud, disruptive, and break things. And now she's questioning whether or not he should uh, he would ban disabled people. How does he become a racist for that? I yeah. don't understand the logic behind that. Or the elderly because all these crazy elderly people are running around <laughs> running screaming around. and smashing ah. like you know expensive <laughs> treasures. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, look. Sometimes people don't want to be around little kids in the place. And I know I have tons of friends with kids, lots of friends with kids, and that's perfectly fine. That's awesome. There's plenty of places they can go. Sometimes it's okay to have places where you don't have little kids. And besides, he just said 12 and over. That's fine because they yeah. can behave themselves. Exactly. It's not like all children. It's no. They're able to, and there's some, a particular age. And some people's kids can behave themselves, but hey, that's the rule. That's the rule. Mm. There's plenty of other places to go. I just don't see any, any problem with this at all. Yes. Well, um, another uh, patron... Of, um, well, not a patron, I guess, like a resident of Brixham says, uh, Lee Knight said, I'd rather go to a place full of happy, loud kids running around than some dark, quiet, miserable building with everyone sitting around complaining and sipping tea. But that's just my choice. Bob does, however, have support from many other locals. Sharon Taylor says if uh, parents would exert better control of their children, this wouldn't be necessary. However, parents seem afraid of controlling their children, his business, his rules. Um, so I guess there are Just no... don't go there. Yeah. It's, you don't have to go there. Yeah. I mean, I think what they should ask themselves is... Would they go there anyway? Is this some place they really just want to go to so bad? It doesn't sound like a place that they want to go anyway. Or they just want to do it as a principle of the matter. I think most things are around the principle of the matter. So, yeah. So if you're in uh, Brixham, Devon. Brixham, Devon. Which I kind of want to go to because I guess it's it's a real cool like nautical like themed thing with a whole bunch of like um, you know like older antiques and such. I want to see it. Yeah. All right, so that's a thing that's happening. To Florida we go. Florida, come to Florida. Pablo Henry. Crestview, Florida, to okay. be precise. Man, we haven't anything out of uh... Port St. Lucie. Oh my God! Why did I just forget that? I don't know. I think I need more coffee or something. Well, I think you scared me about rafting, don't so I was forget so excited about, the, about yeah, it. Yeah, piranha lobsters. That's mm. what I want you to be concerned with. I was so excited about floating, and now you've kind of filled my head with Just nonsense. don't be the last one, like I said. Stop saying that. That's how they get you. Mm. It's like lions when they're hunting, you know, the big herd of wildebeest. Like, they look for that last one. All right, at a Crestview, Florida... Um, Crestview police are now desperately on the search and making a plea on their Facebook page to identify the man that Florida locals have now dubbed the Crapper Man. (laughs) The The Crapper Man. (laughs) Well, the police department in Crestview, which is located in Florida's Panhandle, posted that an unknown man has been defecating behind a jewelry store. 
One of the store's employees nearly stepped in the mess that the man left behind. A look at security footage shows clearly an older man dropping his trousers. How does he know it's an older man? Well, because they have a video of it. Oh, okay. But the security footage. Oh, all right. Shows a man dropping his trousers. He's older, bearded. And shirtless. <laughs> crapper man? Is that what it was? Again? That's what they call him, the crapper man. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the store, called Joey the Jeweler, posted What? The Is secured, this a real story? Yes. Posted the security footage on his own Facebook page, writing... The these, are the words man. Of, these are the words of uh, Joey the Jeweler again. He says, this is just nasty. Joey the Jeweler and the Crapper Man. This sounds like, <laughs> and it's always Sunny Skid or it something. It really does. Well, and Joey the Jeweler <laughs> you know, Man Joey continues. The jeweler. It's about six feet inside private property, which means I have to clean it up. Hey, I'm Joey the Jeweler. People have no respect for others anymore. Well, police were not immediately able to find the elderly bearded shirtless gentleman when they canvassed the area, but they did update their Facebook page, post to say they have then since been able to identify him. But had not caught him yet. They're still working on a warrant to arrest him. <laughs> uh, the police chief in Crestview, Florida, says incidents like these have a negative effect on the quality of life in our community. It's just downright shameful when people don't care about their town. The Crapper Man. The Courtney crapper says man. that's the uh, worst superhero name ever. I don't know whether it's the Crapper Man or Joey the Jeweler. But crapper Man. This versus. could be a new Netflix series, <laughs> like Joey the Jeweler. On this season, the Crapper Man strikes again. Crapper man. Do you think he brags to his friends? Like, mm. hey, see that news article about that crapper man? That's me. I'm the crapper man. <laughs> Shh. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> sneaks off. <laughs> I did that. Oh, our special guest is here. Oh, okay. Did you want to run? Well, should I just end with that one? Yeah, maybe we should end with that okay. one. Okay, all right. So yeah, I have more tomorrow. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. The crapper man. Next up, super secret guest on Fun Employment Radio, the Crapper oh. Man. Oh, not the Crapper Wait, are, Man. I mean, we should maybe call him that. <laughs> it's the Crapper Man. <laughs> All right, we've got our guest that's going to join us here to try to tie up some loose ends on something that okay. we have uh, started. So you are we'll, such we'll a spoiler. Like you're. You realize it's going up as a podcast, and it will be. I know, but there are like people who are listening live. I'm, I'm not saying. spoiling any. It's not that big of a spoiler. Okay. Tying up loose ends. Yep. All right, let's take a break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Well, as we promised, we need to tie something up. Yes, even though Greg has been trying to spoil it for you. I've just been teasing just a little bit of what's going on. Mm -hmm. If you listened to our show last week, um, you know that there was a mystery afoot (laughs) for uh, Fun Employment Radio. Of one of our friends in his basement, where he was digging in his basement, uh, trying to <laughs> do some kind of work, and I don't uh, what? I mean, he's like saying he's building something. Yes, I don't know. and uh, he found a bone in the basement. Whether it was human or not, I don't even know if we know. Perhaps we'll find out today. But we did do some some reenactments of this uh, occurrence and how possibly it could have gone down. And today, right now. We are joined by the mystery man himself. It's Tristan. Tristan. Got to get the job done. Got to get the job done. Oh, my God. Now that's going to be in my head all goddamn day. Got to get the job done. The job's not done yet. The job is not done yet. No. Okay. The job's never done. Still in progress. You thought the job was done. You still haven't gotten the job done. But I have to get it done. (laughs) So one of the things... With last week, while we were finding out, Tristan was texting what was going on in his basement. He found this bone. You know, he's he's digging some holes in his basement, and I wanted to do some reenactments, as though you know, like a haunting is one of my favorite shows on television. Their reenactments are terrible; like it's just <laughs> so over dramatic and unnecessary. Kind of like you and the guy to get the job done. I just during the during the reenactments, I just imagine that's what Tristan was probably saying as he's digging. I mean, that's Tristan does look like the kind of guy who talks to himself a little bit. Well, yeah, and as you were doing that, I wasn't sure, like, definitely what I was thinking, but I was like, I was by myself, so I'm like, I don't know if I was actually doing that out loud or not. <laughs> Got to get the job done. <laughs> Could have been possible. Could have been possible. He has cameras in your basement, by the way. That's how I've had so many people text Probably. me that I had no idea even listened to the show that just said, Got to get the job done. <laughs> that has really taken off. It's, it's become quite a thing. It is, it's like shirts. sometimes people don't, like, let us know, like, they just don't want to tell us that they listen to the show, and they 
they just haven't been able to stop saying it. Got to get yeah. the job done. Like, I'll say someone I haven't seen in a while, they'll be like, hey, Sarah, got to get the job done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and everybody's been asking me about my basement. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Tristan, how's your basement? <laughs> well, yeah, so I thought maybe, you know, because there has been some more developments since, yes. uh, since last week. Yes. And... I think we left off with, okay, he had found a bone, an unidentified bone, in his basement. Yeah. Uh, well, and did, after, after you find a bone, you have to look for clues. Yeah, exactly. You need you clues. You have to. Yeah. It's just the responsible thing. And yeah. uh, some of the other clues that did come up last week, let's see, what else did we have? Um, there was the flashlight. <gasps> flashlight. The flashlight. Are we starting yeah. with like, least exciting and then going to most exciting? Well, what was the most exciting clues that we, that we had last week? I mean, there were. I'm trying to think of what else we had. Are you here. talking about like the porn? The porn. Oh yes, the porn. Of course. <laughs> I was like, oh, what yeah. is, why are you not bringing up the porn? I don't understand. <laughs> we're all looking at each other. Like, is he tiptoeing around it for some reason? It was. No. Very, he I was trying brain. to get. He yeah. doesn't feel very well right okay. now. I don't. So. Okay. I was trying to work up to that. But yes, there was the porn. The porn collage. that was also found. That turns out it was a collage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Part of it was definitely the Velvet magazine from June 1997. Yes. Uh, classic edition. Uh, starting uh, Gentile. Gen- oh, starring Gentile. Sweet spirit. Gentile. I remember it well. <laughs> oh, Greg, now you're just getting crazy. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so the porn collage, uh, we found the old magazine from 1936 mm-hmm. that has uh, that was featured radio spotlights of the era. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Then the other thing that I found was part of a piece of paper that looks well, it doesn't look like it. it was an obituary. <laughs> huh. Coincidence? Probably not. Now, were any? did you match up any of the names from the obituary with like any of the radio personalities that you saw on that? No. I, I don't think there were. Cause, uh, was it just one in particular? Was it just one obituary? It was. And actually, y- you couldn't even see the name of the person that it was. You could see their children and oh. the last name, but you couldn't see what their first name is. Well, because that one's gone, the children are next. That's clearly why that is. Yeah. And that is from 19... 19- so this goes back decades. Decades at least. Of oh, possible wow. murder in this basement. Yes. So we found 1936, 1979, and 1997. And we still don't know where Gentile is. We, I, mean, I mean, we have no idea. Has anyone ever researched to find out whatever happened to Gentile? I'll get right on that. I mean, really, once it hit 99, I think her career went pretty much downhill. <laughs> it's not her long-lasting career in that field. Um, so, so that's kind of where we were left off. The police had the bone because you turned it, you know, you you ratted out to the cops real quick. Mm-hmm. You real, snitched. real quick, real yes. quick, real quick snitch, which I did say would also be the smart move if you were the killer to be like, oh, I found this bone. It's not mine. I don't know where it came from. If kind of like yeah. your story about the lady setting the clothes on fire mm-hmm. in the target and be like, oh, I didn't do that. Somebody else did it. Totally. Like ratted out first because the first rat, usually that's not who it would be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless it was. Unless. Unless if, it was. You know. I mean, that kind of sounded like he was admitting to I'm, it a little bit. I don't know. I'm, hey, I'm just letting you know what I found. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> what had, yeah. so after all of that. Yeah, I thought maybe we could have maybe him explain maybe a couple of things that's happened since then. Sure. And then maybe we could do a reenactment at the same time. Like we after could do that. that. Okay. Of what possibly, how it could have gone down. I think I like it. Okay. All right. So since last time, mm-hmm. since we left off, um, mm-hmm. I got the okay to keep working in that back corner <laughs> from the police. They said, go ahead and keep working back there. I thought there. you were going to say from your fiance. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to finish that sentence with police. <laughs> they were like, you know what? Just keep going. If anything uh, if anything pops up on our end, uh, we'll let you know. And uh, so as I was working back there, I... I was digging, believe it or not. <laughs> and with your digging I, shovel or your filling shovel? With, with, uh, with, with an actual digging shovel. <laughs> it and wasn't, wasn't with nature's shovels. Not with nature's shovels. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I'm still kind of running across things. I found a, uh, a small paintbrush, like an artistic paintbrush, not like a... House painting paintbrush. Okay. Mm. okay, you're a painter, aren't you? You're an artist, but you use. I don't paint. You don't paint. No, I'm you're more not of like a, a, a art, painter. like a okay. pencil, chalk. charcoal, chalk. Yeah, chalk, yeah. Um, then I okay. found uh, just happened to see a small cork. A cork. A cork. Okay. And uh, then I found. Another bone. What? No way. Yes. Yes, indeed. Was it the, was it the same size as the other one? Uh, very similar. 
Um, it's found in the same area. Did it look like the other half of the part that was cut off? Kind of. It, it, it was cut as well, and it was close to a similar size. Uh, it could be part of the same bone. I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So, so that's what, where we're at right now. That's where we're at. Uh, at that point, I uh, I said, you know what, House? Uh, I've had enough. <laughs> and I stopped digging in that corner. <laughs> Wait. So you left treasures in the corner? Uh, they're still there. Okay. Did, now, okay. okay. Just to uh, clarify one small thing, it, all of this has been found with in like a about a four four by two square foot area. Okay. So small area. Small area, okay. and there's a lot of dirt left back there. Like I have three hundred square feet <clears throat> plus of dirt back there. Oh boy. Okay. All right, should we do a little reenactment of yeah, what, I'm, how I'm, it probably happened? Yeah, I thought you were going to go into it. Let's okay. do it. All right, let's, let's go ahead and do have some music here that we can... Oh, yeah. <sighs> Tristan continued to dig in the basement after finding his previous treasures. Wait, so you're going to be the narrator the and co- Tristan? The cops didn't... No, no, no the, narr- the narrator... This is the narrator. Oh. The narrator starts getting into the story a little bit more. Whoa. I'm also filling in some sound effects, unless you want to do the Tristan sound effects. You're doing a great job. Okay, I think that's along the lines. He continued digging in the basement. The police would never suspect me, he thought, as he crawled on all hands and knees, the sweat stinging his eyes, the hot desire to find more treasures buried underneath the basement. Scratch, scratch. He scratched away. He scratched away chunks of dirt in his flesh, squeezing it, trying to find something else to satisfy his desire for treasures. Suddenly, what did he find? He's digging through. It was a cork, a cork perhaps used to keep someone quiet. Was this another clue to what had happened? He set the cork aside. Continued digging, again scratching his arms feverishly as some sort of rash took over as he's been in the basement for hours unshowering, not bathing, not coming up for sunlight. Has he just been toiling? He's just been toiling in the basement. The smell was overpowering when the police came down. Anyway, so so he continued on, scratching through the dirt trying to find the secret to what had happened. Was it his own secret he had hidden from himself? He didn't know. And then he came upon something that struck a memory. It was a paintbrush. A paintbrush used to paint a pretty picture of a life that was far gone for Tristan. Did you notice how quickly he was like, oh no, I don't paint. I don't paint at all. Mm-hmm. I, just use, I, I, I just use chalk. <laughs> that sounds like someone lying. <laughs> He told everyone he knew, I don't paint, I don't paint at all. He'd always said it, but yet here it was, the evidence laid before him. He faint memories of paintings and red ink splashing across the room. Was it me? Who did this? Who left it? He threw it to the side continued brushing through the dirt. Perhaps this was all just a bad dream. He dug and he dug, shoving the dirt through, it smearing on his face, in his hair, in his beard, mud everywhere, the stinging sweat in his eyes, and he grabbed something. It was hard. It was rigid. As he pulled it up to his eyes that could barely see through the blurry, soft light of the single hanging lamp in the room. He held it up, brushing the dirt off. What was it? Another bone! More evidence from the first victim or the last? He doesn't remember. Will he rat it out to the police this time? Perhaps that would be too much evidence. Maybe he'll keep this one to himself. And there we are. That's where we're at now. Is that about All pretty right. accurate? Um, yeah, I'd probably say about 
percent correct. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a high percentage. Okay, yeah, that was good. That's really high. Yeah. All right, so then, so you found the other bone. Now, mm-hmm. have you heard anything from the police about the first bone? I have. Oh. The phone rang. <laughs> <laughs> Who was on the other end? It was the police calling him. Uh, um, yes, yes, as he tried to get his people voice back. Yes, this Tristan. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Mayor. This is the police. We have an answer for you regarding the bone from your basement. And what was the answer? <laughs> uh, he said it was not human. The police craftily told Tristan a tale common among detectives attempting to catch serial killers, they will often give misleading evidence to see if the culprit will rat themselves out. What does it mean? So, I'm sorry. It's not human, Mr. Mayor. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, what is... So, what do they mean by not human? Like, did they specify what it was? That's just what he said. Not human. That's weird. It's not human. It's not human. Don't worry about it. (laughs) That sounds like somebody building a case. That's... uh, Oh, wow. So, did you tell them about the second bone? He's he's saying no. He's saying no. I have not. Tristan thought to himself, should I let the authorities know about the second bone that I have found? No. This one is mine. This is my treasure. No one will take it from me. The police, continuing with the ruse. Well, Mr. Mayor, continue along with whatever you're doing down there. Don't worry about us. By the way, we'll have someone stopping by at some point to just take a statement. Perhaps they could take a look at your basement. Toodaloo. This has been the police. Then what did you do? Uh, that is actually <laughs> that's where we're, that's where at, we're at, at right now. now. Okay, so that's all we have for the mystery. So let me ask you: Does your fiance know that you've been finding bones in the basement? Yes, she does. How does she feel about it? Uh, intrigued. Keep her she, mouth. She shut. wanted no, to keep, keep digging down there. I was like, wait, uh, so can she still keep digging down there? How is? What is she supposed to say? You found another bone, huh? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Nothing to worry about here. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. <laughs> oh my god. No, like, uh, she finds it just as interesting as I do. Uh, but yeah, she wanted to keep digging back there. I'm like, let's let's uh, let's be done. Maybe not. Fine. Well, it's like everything that we've been doing up to this point has been functional, and now we're just being excessive. <laughs> Wait, so you are aware that there's probably more buried in there? But have you what? Have you like closed it off? Uh, yeah, I'm in the process of out of sight, out of mind. It oh will still God. be accessible. Like if you have a party. Yeah. Like we can go have down a there. Digging party. Yeah. I want to have a digging party. Yeah, uh, you get, it's going to be a crawl space, but... Uh, I don't care. Okay. All right. We should, you should totally just have a digging party and have everyone bring their trowels. Well, in a couple of years, we're going to completely remodel the basement, and all that dirt will be gone, so... Uh, it will eventually get sifted through. Yeah. So everything will be gone through at some point. Okay. You're going to excavate that thing? Yep. Ooh. Imagine what they'll drag up then. Oh, I can't wait. Who knows? That, that was all out of, like I said, a f- like a four by one and a half, four by two square foot area. There's so many bodies down there. I mean, there's so, so much many. that's gone so on in the house. Still, I mean, seriously, the porn collage, that's freaky. That's yeah. some weird that's shit. That's some yeah. weird shit that's yeah. buried in I the I mean, dirt. and that takes time and, you know, energy. That's someone's favorite collection that they've taken Oh, they the were proud of it. All right. Well, they, if they liked it, when and not if, but when you find more creepy shit, you have to come back on and talk about. I it. I will keep everybody updated. But in the meantime, Tristan, I think we have a a river to float down. Yeah. But before that, we have some birthdays. We do. All right, we've got a few birthdays to get to. So um, let's see. Lot. Should we do the whole the whole list? I think everyone deserves their own. No, I think that we should, could do like 
Elvis's for each one. Okay. Well, then, first off, we'll say happy birthday to Mr. Dimitri. Dimitri, you're the coolest. Happy birthday, happy buddy. Dimitri. Happy birthday, to Dimitri. You. Happy birthday to you. One. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And also, happy birthday to Thomas Gill. Thomas Gill, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. you. Happy birthday, Thomas Gill. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Hot damn right. And uh, happy birthday to Jeff Navarro. Jeff Navarro. Jeff. Happy, happy birthday. birthday, Jeff. Nice, nice. Young happy man. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And the final two. First up, we want to wish a very lovely birthday to... Well, these are two of our favorite old men. First up, Mr. Jay Darrell. It is. Happy Jay birthday, Darryl Jay. Jay is turning 53 today. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday 53 years old, you. Damn. 53 Happy years Happy birthday young. to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And finally, even though you tried to give him a birthday earlier already. It's true. Last week. Mm-hmm. Because you had the day wrong. I know. Even though you've known him for many, many, yes, many I, years. I mixed it up. Mm-hmm. And totally kind of blew that. Well, he's having an exciting one. He's has, having the big 6-0. 60? Yeah. No kidding. He's yeah. 60? Yeah, so we All want right. to wish him a very wonderful and fun-filled birthday. Happy birthday, my brother. Tuggy. You're the best. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, birthday to 60 you. years old. Happy birthday you know, to he's you. Spry. Happy yeah. birthday to you. Slowing down a little. A little. A little. <laughs> I mean, as everyone does once they get to 60. Yeah. It's like when I saw Neil Diamond, you know, like <laughs> yeah. 10 years ago, yeah. and then now I see him now, like he's still got the it. The spirit's still there in the, the eyes. Spirit's, yeah. like, the yeah. eyes are still light they up. Sparkle. It's a little dimmer. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. There's I mean, a little sparkle in there. He has to sit a lot more. He gets tuckered out a little bit, yeah. I mean, you know, who doesn't get a little tuckered? Yeah, but you know, he's trying, damn it, you know. That's he's all trying hard. <laughs> Living life, you know. Yep. Every day, got to get the job done. That's what you got to do. That's the mantra. <laughs> you, you do have to get the job done. <laughs> got to get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> By the way, he's not 60, but it's hilarious. Uh, all right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Love you, brother. He will be shortly. Give us a call, 503 <laughs> 575 9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. You are all fantastic, awesome people. And, Greg, I do appreciate you letting me skedaddle right out of here after the show so that I can go in Florida yes. River now that I'm completely terrified of it because you've ruined it. Oh, yeah. Tristan, uh, watch out for, well, you know about river piranhas, uh, well, lobster, oh, yeah. lobster piranhas, which right. are the, the giant crawdads that grow out there. Yeah. And then also, don't be the last person. Just don't fall behind because that's when you get picked off. Mm-mm. I don't want to get picked don't off. Don't fall behind. Okay. Yeah. They'll don't, they'll smell that, that weakness. Okay. I mean from a mile away. Just make sure Tristan's at the back. Well, somebody's mm. just make Good sure luck. somebody's there. Good luck. He knows. I figure we should put Bozik in the back. He's like, you know. Oh, Bozik's too smart. Yeah, he's he way knows. too smart. Yeah. Oh. oh, Nate on the other hand. Yeah, you'll oh, have to trick somebody. She's so nice. All right, let's put her in the back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for today. Tomorrow on the show, special guest, uh, I believe Mr. Ryan Brentley. Ryan Brentley, from the future Nankasi. the future mayor of Portland future and from Nankasi will be joining us here on the show uh, to talk more about the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup and some stuff that Nankasi is doing. Save September 17th at the Landmark Saloon. We'll be doing a live show there followed by the Brewers Cup. It's going to be an awesome day. So September 17th, save that date come out to the Landmark Saloon. Awesome. All right, Tristan. Thank you for coming in, Tristan. Oh, thank, thank you, you for the update. Of course. Thank um, you for also, um, like, the funnest storyline yeah. we've had in a bit. That made me laugh so much. And also, you know, don't end up a bone in T's basement. Yeah. That's one of the main things. Yeah. Mind your P's and life Q's. Lessons. Life goal. Yeah. <laughs> life goal. All right, thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.